The following contest is a second round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 54th seed, a 1986 platformer from Capcom, Ghosts and Goblins. And its opponent, the 11th seed, a 1990 role-playing game from Square, Final Fantasy! Your ringside judges are Pat Dooley and Ricky Giraldo. There's nothing left to say but round two, fight! Welcome to episode 47 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. Uh, you are catching us in our 47th week. We're almost halfway through the NES tournament. Uh, this is a second round match between the number 11 overall seed, Final Fantasy, and number 54, Ghosts and Goblins. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. And if this is your first time joining us, we took IGN's list of the 100 best games for the Nintendo Entertainment System, set them up in a ranked bracket, uh, sort of along the lines of March Madness, which we were just talking before we recorded is happening soon, but it just kind of feels like it came out of nowhere. Uh, but yeah, so we, we basically went 1 to 100, and uh, we've knocked out 46 of them so far, and another game's going home today. Uh, we always start off by talking about the underdog which in this case is the number 54 seed Ghosts and Goblins, which is a 1986 platformer from Capcom, uh, who we actually just saw 17 weeks ago uh, when it beat The Goonies 2 in episode number 30. Has um, your opinion changed at all since uh, since we last played this? No, this game is hard. Uh-huh. <laughs> this game, it's un yeah it's punishing man it's It's so punishing it's really (laughs) like it's really it 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 felt like it personally hated me (laughs) i had done something to it to offend it um and we'll get into how far we made it later but like the exact same problems i had with it the first time the exact same places i would die over and over last time even with the knowledge of, you know, hindsight from 17 weeks ago, knowing that this was going to happen would still hurt me. And you get two hits. One knocks your clothes off. The second one kills you, no matter how far you are. And then limited continues. And then back you go to the very beginning to do it all again. Yep. No password system, nothing. Let's get start the game all over. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Funny enough, they are making a remake of this and it's coming out like for the newer consoles. So that's gonna I wonder if that's gonna be as hard as this one and they or if they calmed it down a little. The main thing that I imagine we'll see, and I admittedly this is the first time hearing about it. So you heard it here yeah. first, folks. Well, at least I heard it here first. Um, but I can't imagine they're gonna keep the uh you die, you go back to the beginning of the game element to it. Like that just doesn't seem like something that happens in modern uh, 
modern games unless it's something that's intended to be hard like a you know getting over it with Bennett Foddy or Super Meat Boy or one of those games that's like designed to be right super hard so the game is called uh Ghost and Goblin Resurrection the okay. remake of this game and it launches for the Nintendo Switch on the 25th of February oh wow okay yeah, so it's kind of crazy that we had to play this as a game. We should have pushed this one back three weeks so that it would come out <laughs> on the 25th. But Yep, but this you know. one sneaked up on us. Yep, hindsight. I really should do better research about like looking stuff up because we do keep like stumbling into stuff like that. Right. Like our Battletoads episode coming out the same week that How Did This Get Played did theirs. That was, yeah. that was just wild. Um, I mean, there's really not much to say. My my notes about it are almost entirely profanities. Um, <laughs> it's just it's really really hard. And we've we've just we've played so many better platformers. We've played so many better platformers from Capcom that yeah. it's just like this is objectively a better game than Goonies two, and it should have advanced. But it's of the games we've played through nearly a year of doing the show this is still one of the most frustrating hours that I've had. And then this is the thing, like, it's not a bad game at all. No, no it's no, no. good. It's awesome. The Arthur's great. The character's great. Mm-hmm. The, the platform or not the platforming, but the, the, the game itself runs fine. It's yeah. Just, oh yeah. It's, it's, it's super hard. It's one of those mm-hmm. games where it was designed to take your money in yep. an arcade that's exactly right. And it's just, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not just forgiving. It's, yeah. And, you know, 35 years later, the fact that they are coming out with a remake in three weeks, like that's, that's a testament to how good this is. Like this, yeah, this game has staying power. Like it has a long cultural tale. I remember playing it. They had a, a Ghost and Goblins cabinet at the, MBS Airport uh, in Freeland, Michigan, which was always where, because uh, my dad worked at Dow Chemical, which has their corporate headquarters in Midland, Michigan, but he frequently had to go to like Texas or whatever to, you know, work on projects outside the country um, or not outside the country, outside the area. So he would always go to the MBS Airport because they had a connection to Detroit, which then, you know, Detroit goes anywhere. So we would always like, pre 9-11 you could go like right up to the gate to wait for somebody to get off their flight and we would just there was an arcade in the mbs airport it's a gift shop now but it used to be an arcade and we would just go in there and play ghost and goblins or street fighter or wwf wrestle fest uh until dad's flight landed and we'd go home uh so like i have fond memories of the arcade version of this game but Boy, oh boy, the NES port is just so hard and so frustrating. Yeah, it really is. But it's a classic. It, it does belong to be in the second round. 100%. But will it, but will it move on? Well, uh, it, not if Final Fantasy has anything to say about it. Uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy is our number 11 seed. It is a 1990 role-playing game from Square. 
the four light warriors go on a quest to defeat the elemental fiends, villains that have darkened the world's four elemental orbs, threatening the world. Uh, this game, I don't know if you've heard about Final Fantasy. It's this little indie thing, uh, except that it has spawned 15 main series sequels. Uh, sequels is being used loosely because they, other than having a handful of character names in common and place names and species names, they're really not in the same series at all. Um, yeah. Uh, but they all have that, you know, Final Fantasy name to them. Uh, it's like, you know, American Horror Story or something like that, where every season it's yeah. a new adventure. But, oh, yeah, I remember her from last year. Uh, Basically, the only thing that Final Fantasy, they all link is, like, Chocobos. Mm -hmm. so, There's usually somebody enemies. named Sid. There's always someone named Sid. And Biggs. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the summonings and all that. Mm -hmm. There's there's like uh there's certain Final Fantasy things that are very Final Fantasy, but the mm -hmm. stories are always different. And yep. the timelines, like the only way they will connect is if it says like Final Final Fantasy Ten or Final Fantasy Ten Two. <laughs> right. So yeah. yeah, some of the sequels have sequels that are you know in the same universe but they're not right like final fantasy like seven eight and nine back to back to back and ten like that was like right at the heart of my final fantasy playing days oh, in man. college um and what games none Just of those have anything to do with each other not a, nothing other it's, than it's, sid and chocobos and da, 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 da. yeah well there was there was some weird thing in the remake with 10, but that, I think that was just an Easter egg. But anyway. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It is crazy that 7, 8, 9, and 10, like all those for me are like 9s or 10s of a game. Yeah. Like, these are classics. Yeah. And for a long time, 7 was my favorite game of all time. Um, yeah. It's since been passed, but it was for, you know, a decent chunk of my my teens and early twenties. Yeah, um, ten is probably my third favorite game of all time. Yeah. Ten is great. Ten, ten. I didn't get as into because I just I never got into Blitzball, and right. especially early. There's so much Blitzball. It's like I kind of tuned out a little bit, but. It is still great. Like it's there, you know, that's not really a knock on the game. It's just a, you know, an element of the game I didn't like. Yeah. But and you didn't need to play Blitzball. You only need to play it once, really, in the story mode. Right. Yeah. But yeah. But still really good. So in addition to those 15 sequels, there have also been about a hundred spin-offs. I went through and tried to count on Wikipedia and I got distracted and lost count somewhere in the mid-90s. Um but I mean, that's everything from, you know, Chocobo racing to Final Fantasy snowboarding. Uh, there was an FPS. There's like basically wow. any game genre you can think of. There is a Final Fantasy version of it. Uh, obviously, uh, IGN has it at number 11 on their list of best games for the NES. Games Radar has it number nine on their list. Uh, Nintendo Power has it at 19 on their list and 49th best game of all time. Uh, which it's also Retro Gamer has it at number 93 on their all-time list. GameFAQs has it at 76. Uh, and Famitsu has it at 63. Um, and earlier, I hummed the uh, the victory tune. 
that was composed by Nobuo Uematsu, who has composed music for all but one of the main series Final Fantasy games, and former and next week King of Console game Rad Racer was also a Nobuo Uematsu uh, score. Oh, nice. What do you know? What Final Fantasy game was it? Don't don't tell me if you do know. I did know uh, when I pulled that stat, but I don't remember offhand. So wonder, your guess is as good as mine. Wonder if it was thirteen. Wonder, maybe eleven. Let's find out. Let's say thirteen or eleven. Uh, All right, he did one, two, three. Final Fantasy Legend two. The final okay, so yeah, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 2, Final Fantasy Legend, Final Fantasy 3, Final Fantasy Legend 2, Final Fantasy 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, Origins, Tactics Advance, 12, 14. He did not do 13. Oh, that's very impressive. I, I figured, I, I, I. For some reason, I remember that. I, I was like, wait, they got somebody else for 13. Which kind of explains why the music in that game, I didn't think was that great. That one was Granted. done by Masashi Hamauzo, who... Granted, 13, I, I like it for what it is. But... Yeah. He had worked so... with Uematsu on a couple of other projects. Uh, he also did 13-2. Um, but yeah, 13. Dirge of Cerberus, Final Fantasy VII. He did that, but not the main Final Fantasy VII. Uh, he did God. some... Oh, I was going to say, he's he's credited for Super Smash Brothers, but that's like, oh, that's because there's Final Fantasy characters in those. Yeah, um, his music is in the game. Mm -hmm. But yeah. That's, and then he also has a studio called Mono Music. But yeah, other than that, it's all Nobuo Uematsu. This game is all Uematsu. I just like to say Uematsu. Um, <laughs> I learned early on that, um, well, I, I, I learned that I wasn't paying attention because the game starts where you're, like, you're talking to, uh, to the king and then yeah. you go out, you know, you, you start on your mission and there's like a village outside the castle that you can walk into and then you're just like out in the world and fighting monsters. If you don't pay attention to the fact that there's a town there and you don't stop off and buy armor and weapons, you don't last very long. Uh, <laughs> I got, I got TPK'd 12 minutes in uh, because I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> to I didn't forget I just didn't, up, I wasn't paying yeah. attention to the fact that it was there was a town there yeah it's this game like many of the RPGs we play in this era they don't tell you anything mm -mm. they really don't nope. <laughs> they don't they're just like have fun and I guess that's great for a role-playing game at the time because you could honestly make your story you could do whatever you yeah. want you have four classes you could pick to main. Mm -hmm. You could be the warrior. You could be the magic user. Yep. Yeah. Which one did you use? Did you? Uh, uh, I eventually learned that uh, fighter is a little OP, so I was using fighter. fighter is the way to go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I kept a mage around for like healing spells, but 
for the most part, uh, my my main was always a, a fighter because yeah, it's, yeah, you could you get a good enough weapon early enough, and you can you can kind of roll for a while. Um, the I never and I did I made a note that I never quite got the hang of using a mage other than for like you know saving on herbs or whatever the item is that you can use to replenish health. Uh, just having somebody around to cast heal is very handy. But otherwise, just, you know, go running in with a, a sword and chop them down. Yeah. So overall, what'd you think? Like... I really liked it. Um, yeah. But I do agree with what you said before that it does, it just kind of drops you in. And again, I like in 1990, there was probably the expectation that, you know, maybe the, the instruction manual had a map or that you would, you know, have, you know, a, a Nintendo Power subscription. And so you could get, you know, hints and tricks from there. Um, but there's not a whole lot of guidance about what you're supposed to be doing. And so there's a lot of like, at least for me early on, there was a lot of just kind of walking around like, okay, have I talked to you? Okay, I talked to you. You're not telling me anything. Have I talked to you? No. Okay. Well, that's not interesting at all. Do I need to go north or what's the name of this town again? Uh, <laughs> and there's, yeah, there's, it's, uh, it's very, I mean, it's very RPG. Like you can tell it's definitely like inspired by like tabletop games. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, this honestly, and I, I, it might not be. So I don't want to hear Dragon Warrior fans. I don't want I don't want people to attack me. But this is the RPG. Like this is what I think started the RPG for yeah. me. Like playing this, I was like, okay, this is where it all started. This is because mm -hmm. my first RPG ever was Final Fantasy. I don't know if you had a different one, but the first one I ever really got into was probably yeah it's probably final fantasy 7 assuming we're not counting like we're counting the zelda games as more adventure than rpg um in terms of like yeah. building parties and and using magic and stuff yeah it's definitely it was definitely the final fantasy series i'm just not sure exactly which game in the series uh but 7 was when i got really into it yeah so playing this game so here's my take so playing this game I knew I was playing a legend. Like, it's mm -hmm. Final Fantasy. But I'm not going to lie, man. It was a little hard to get into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would like, agree with that. I feel like, like, because like, we played Dragon Warrior 3 and 4 in round one, and, right. like, those felt more kind of polished. Like, there was a little more direction. But they also had the advantage of coming after this. Right, this and it probably kind of took a lot of things. Yeah. It probably took a lot of things from this. So this is why this is a hard game to really measure. <laughs> yeah. Could, yeah, I would 100% agree with that. Yeah. That's, um, I do, and we'll get into it in a bit when we pick an actual winner, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be a hard choice about whether this advances or not, but I don't feel like, I feel like in terms of legacy, yeah, this is absolutely top 10, top 15, you know of the era game but in terms of like enjoyable playing experience it wouldn't it wouldn't crack my top 10 
uh, of the games I played. That probably wouldn't be in my top twenty. Uh, there, yeah. are, there are games rated significantly lower than this that I would, you know, rather be playing than. But then again, it. though, if we played this when the game came out, I'm sure it will probably be in our favorite. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Sick. If if we were playing this when you know you were two and I was eight, like you know, yeah. we would have we would we would be coming from an entirely different place. Uh, but yeah, we have the both the benefit and the curse of hindsight uh, looking at this now 31 years later just like it's it's fun it's great but we've we've just seen this formula done better over and over again since then that this just kind of feels a little directionless yeah it's definitely outdated so listeners if you're watching Final Fantasy is a classic, but I honestly suggest not to play this version of the game. There's a better port. There's a better way of playing. <laughs> but as a like for the bracket wise, or for like playing it on the S, I'm going to be honest. I did not have a lot of fun. I'm yeah, not... <laughs> I would agree with that. So, yeah, I uh, I think it's just a little by like a little bias because it is the first Final Fantasy. Right. I feel like... It's going to be interesting if it moves on to the next round. Yeah. How it, uh, how it deals with the next round. Right. Um, and I feel like... Um, it, this may just be my perception, but I kind of feel like most of the like hardcore Final Fantasy fans that I know yeah. didn't really... like For a lot of them, like their Final Fantasy fandom starts with three. Not with right. one or two. With three, um, six, or seven. Those are the ones you always hear. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and those are, you know, unquestionably three all time grades. Um, right. So that's, you know, that's, you know, it's a little unfair because we're comparing, you know, what would then be a 16 bit game and then a PlayStation game to the NES game. But this, this is where it is on IGN's list because of that legacy that it left. But as its own standalone game, it's good. It's very good. But I so three. We're also. I think you're talking about Final Fantasy four, or six. Actually, you're talking about six. Right, because six in, is three. Yes. Depend- in America. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So it's six and seven. Uh, everyone like. Right. Talks about yes. Yes. But uh it was three for us, but six or the other way around. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Until so it, it got released here. Now it's all now it's right. Now it's six. Right, <laughs> yes. Yeah. In the in the like re-releases subsequently, it's six, but at the time it was three. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, that was not at all clear to people that don't know the final fantasy <laughs> chronology. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's like trying to explain the Star Wars timeline to somebody. <laughs> You're just like, what? No, you do four, five, six first, and then the <laughs> holiday special, and then, and then no, no, four, Wars, then the holiday special, then... then five and six. Oh, man. Don't do the holiday special. I'll do it for laughs and giggles. It's a great time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh... <laughs> Unsubtitled Wookiee for 20 minutes listen, gets listen, rough. First of all, Buffett, 
first Boba Fett. Yeah, okay. yeah. Skip ahead to the cartoon. <laughs> that, um, yeah, the cartoon was fun. <laughs> and if you want to see like Carrie Fisher coked out of her head singing a Christmas carol to the tune of the Star Wars theme, like that's then the Star oh, Wars holiday special is for you. This is why. I've- uh, and we're going to go back to how far we went. But the reason why I like the holiday special so much is just think about the time, right? This is before Empire or after? No, before, before Empire. This was 78, I think. So it was the year after Star Wars came out. Oh, my God. Imagine us just like, like, just like foaming from the mouth for more Star Wars. <laughs> like, yeah. And, it, and like, true. yeah, it's the worst thing ever the holiday special but at least you got more of it you know that's true <laughs> like, and it's also not anything like in whatever 2007 or the uh, i can't remember what year it came out the year it would be like the year after avatar came out if there was an avatar holiday special <laughs> like, yeah. you just don't with all of the actors from the movie like that's just not something that's done anymore like getting all of the stars of the biggest movie of all time yeah. I mean, on now network it's tv kind of, to be honest it's kind of like the mcu wandavision feels like a holiday kind of. special if you think about it a it little, really is yeah. it's just it's just way better. Way better. <laughs> yeah, way. way better. Oh, I can't wait till tomorrow. That's us. Oh, or tonight, man. I I watched them like a crazy man at three in the morning. So that is true. You are you are a crazy man. I, yeah, but listen, I I won't lie. I'm kind of hooked into Twitter, so I know as soon as I open my app, spoilers galore. So I gotta yeah, watch it before. That <laughs> happened to me this week. I even watched it Friday. But by like 9 a.m. Friday, yeah. I'd had the two big like cameo moments spoiled for me. Exactly. So they, no context for what it was, but it was like, oh, I would have been really excited to see that person if I didn't know they were going to be there. Yep. All right, Pat, let's see how far we went. Yep. Take it away, Rhino. So, Ghosts and Goblins. I made it. Ghosts and Goblins. Where'd you make it? I made it just slightly past where I was last time, which is that building where you're climbing and there's like trolls above you dropping stuff yeah. on you. Yeah. Um, I you beat me last time because I only made it to last time. I kept getting bought by a freaking firebrand in the first level. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So I made it made it through that, made it through the thing with the trolls, and then just on the other side of that building there's a moving platform that I stepped onto. It was literally like below where my feet were. I stepped onto it and just fell to my death. <laughs> so, I don't know if it was like a false floor thing like in uh, Castlevania 2 or what, but uh yeah. And then I got a game over and had to start all the way over again. Again. And again. And again. And again. 
for an hour. Well, man, I same level, uh-huh. but I made it past that, uh-huh. and I got to the beginning of the cave. <laughs> but I died as soon as I got the key. As soon as I got that key, so for the next level, I died. I died instantly, and I had to start all over. Well, so I, the- did, I did beat the level you were in, but man, honestly, it's I don't even want to know how many tries it took me. <laughs> but dude, the cave ep- like as soon as you start that cave level, these bats fall from the ceiling, right? Oh jeez. And there's I'm like how do you dodge this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so much of the the ways you die in this are really cheap. You go like enemies will just appear I'm like oh well, I guess I'm getting hit by that. Um just really really quite frustrating. Um, so that does expand your lead. You have now made it farther in 42 games to my 36. Um, so let's see about Final Fantasy, uh, which is a hard one to judge because it's not a linear game. Uh, but I had my characters at level four. I had beat the pirates, got their ship, and I had just talked to the witch who was looking for a crystal when time expired. Hmm. So I didn't do the pirate thing, but I definitely was trying to get that crystal. Okay. So, yeah, I can't remember what town it was, but there's one town that's like been overrun by pirates. And I went and you basically pick a fight with them and then like there are six pirates and you're having to fight all of them right Uh, but i think i did that before i talked to the witch let me see if i can find a walkthrough and we can kind of compare based on that that's probably the easiest way to do this i made it to this boss fight oh that's what it was i think those were the pirates were there like a whole bunch of like blue guys uh yeah i think so they're in okay the, um yeah Dude. they so i i think the, we're at this we went to the same thing because yeah. they didn't look like pirates right no they just the people in the town call them pirates so. right right and yeah. like the the I, leader is like bicky or something big i don't know i think you're right yes Okay. All right. Well, hey, another time. That doesn't narrow the gap at all, but better than eating another loss, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was like, pirates? I never fought any pirates, but then I looked it up and it looks like they were just these, like, blue warriors. They had, like, blue armor and had swords. Yeah, and there's, like, six of them all at once. Yeah, there's, like, yep. And there's an ocean background. I honestly it was on me I I just feel like I wasn't really paying attention (laughs) paying attention to the story really well that's just silly they've used pirates a lot and I found a Final Fantasy wiki and apparently they have just been in like all of them well not all of them one two five seven eleven 12 2 
They're in seven? 14 and a bunch of spinoffs. Huh. The, although not referred to as pirates, Avalanche's symbol greatly resembles that of the Jolly Roger flag, traditionally associated with pirates. They're an uh, eco-terrorist insurgent group. So, yeah, that's kind of a stretch, but... Yeah. Huh. All right. So, yeah. yeah so, the, the lead remains the same. Uh, we are about to pick a winner, although I don't think it's much of a secret as to what it's going to be. But I should point out that whichever game moves on, we'll be facing the winner between Blaster Master and Ninja Gaiden 2, the Dark Sword of Chaos. Uh, which oh. is, I think, might be the very last for second round matchup. I don't remember the schedule specifically, but it's it's late in the in this round. Uh, so Final Fantasy is going to have to stick around a while to wait. But yeah, that's if it makes it past that, it will have to face either Kirby's Adventure or the winner between Metroid and Rygar. So as as great as the legacy of Final Fantasy is, I don't expect it to make it to the round of 16. Yeah, I, I agree. Final Fantasy is definitely the pick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, um, but I don't... It's sad because I was really excited. This was the first time I was playing this game. Yeah. And like I said, it's a... It's, what probably started all of this RPG, JRPG stuff. Yeah. But this one's just felt a little outdated. Yeah. But it was it was it was a better game than Ghost and Goblin. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that that much is definitely true. Um so it's a it's a win, but it's not an enthusiastic win. Um and the online vote agreed with us. A hundred percent of the people that voted on our Facebook and Twitter uh picked Final Fantasy as well. Uh, we did get a little bit of listener feedback. It is, of course, from Ryan O, um, who actually answered his own question from last time where he was asking about if there was a game based on our first job, what would it be and what kind of game would it be? Uh, his would be a Brutal Legend styled game, but with an Elvis impersonator at a carnival. So Ryan O's backstory becomes more and more twisted. Um, <laughs> I knew he was an Elvis impersonator, but I didn't know that that was his first job and that he did it at a carnival. Wow. So, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. One of these weeks that's when we do the Freestyle Friday on our Twitch channel, um, I really want to get a uh, like a Jackbox game going or something and have like yeah, Rhino and Medic Sloan and some of our regulars pop on because I would just love to pick his brain and hear what 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 happened to you, man? Uh, <laughs> what's your story <laughs> yeah, we, I, like, like I, I know like we're from the same area and we, we ha have the same alma mater and we worked together briefly at Disney but our paths they didn't diverge <laughs> they converged somewhere along the way. we started from very different places um, that was not at all my experience but uh, yeah so if you want to experience yeah, see what we're doing there um, yeah, good <laughs> these games you can check out our twitch channel twitch.tv slash kings of consoles uh where i'm trying to do every monday playing 
two games from the tournament. So whatever two games are against each other. Um, so this coming Monday, which is the eighth, I'm very excited. I will be playing Chippendale Rescue Rangers and Mike Tyson's Punch Out. That's a good week, man. I am not looking forward to having to pick a winner between those two because I will be honest, either one of those should have beaten Batman or Castlevania 2 or RC Pro-Am, all games <laughs> that have advanced. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be fun. So I'm <clears throat> doing that every Monday. Every Wednesday, we're doing Wendy's Day from playing an indie game. Um, yesterday, you would have seen me play Limbo, uh, which uh, was an interesting experience. <laughs> you can watch the replay <laughs> of that. Uh, and then every Friday is just kind of a freestyle Friday. We're do just kind of whatever. Uh, and I'm thinking tomorrow I'm going to bust out Alien Isolation uh, for the first time because I've heard good things and I haven't played it. And nice. I got it for free on the Epic Games Store over the holidays and just haven't had a chance to play. So y'all are going to give me an excuse. Uh, you can see the entire bracket. Uh, as of today, you'll be able to see the results of the first 46 matches uh, because we don't show the new episode's result until the next new episode comes out. So next week, you'll be able to see Final Fantasy uh, going over Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, but currently, you can see Castlevania 3 uh, having beaten... Oh, why am I blanking on this? What did we just play last week? Super C. Super C. Uh, yeah. Castlevania 3 beat Super C. Uh, so you can see that at challenge, C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E dot com slash kings of consoles. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at kings of consoles. I'm at loopy date. And I'm at Ricky G. Uh, oh, my God. And <laughs> <N7>. seven. <laughs> I just threw a blank. Uh, what is what is my twitter handle i, know, I was uh, like what the? <laughs> uh, you can also follow us on facebook facebook.com slash kings of consoles uh shoot us an email kings of consoles pod at gmail.com i uh, can contribute financially if you want to buy us a cup of coffee you can do that at ko-fi.com slash kings of consoles uh and of course you can you know rate review subscribe to the podcast uh that way you will get next week's episode where we will be playing another classic JRPG, the number eight seed Dragon Warrior, as it takes on the number 57 seed and a game that Ricky beat in the first round, yeah. Rad Racer. So join us for that. Join us on any of our, you know, any of our socials or, you know, come say hi during a Twitch stream or shoot us an email. We're always, always happy to hear from you. Uh, Rhino, keep the good stuff coming. Um, I've got to actually, I just saw you had, had tweeted at us and we're going to answer your new question on next week's episode. Uh, yeah. So Ricky, you have anything else you want to say to everybody before we uh, hit the road and start playing Rad Racer and Dragon Warrior for next week? No, man, just play old games. Play old games. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Pettyly. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans. <laughs>